Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalam ala rasulillah nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa man tamassaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin thumma amma ba'd alhamdulillah ala ni'matil islam wa sunnah all praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah. As communities, we have to be able to differentiate between wealth and income. As communities, we have to be able to recognize the power of pennies. Bithilahi ta'ala, this will become clearer what is meant and what is attended by these statements uh, in what follows. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in his noble book, he says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu. O you who believe. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's addressing the believers. Allah ta'ala, he says, إِذَا نُدِيَ لُصْصَلَاتِ مِنْ يَوْمِ الْجُمْعَةِ فَاسْعَوْا إِلَى ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَذَرُوا الْبَيْعِ ذَلِكُمْ خَيْرٌ لَكُمْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ Allah ta'ala, he says, what translated means, O you who believe, when the call is made for Salatul Jum'ah, when the call is made for the salah on the day of Jumu'ah, eh, the Jumu'ah prayer, then come to the remembrance of Allah. They come to the remembrance of Allah and abandon and leave off business. Abandon and leave off doing business during that time. That is better for you if you but knew that that is better for you. Only if you knew that is better for you. Leave off work, leave off trade, leave off your job, and go to Salatul Jumu'ah. Go pray Jumu'ah to establish the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. And when the salah is over, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, فَإِذَا قُضِيَةُ الصَّلَاةِ And when the salah has completed, وَإِذَا قُضِيَةُ الصَّلَاةِ فَانْتَشِرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ And once the prayer is finished, then disperse throughout the lands. Travel out, leave, disperse throughout the lands. And seek the provisions of Allah. Seek the bounties of Allah. Put in the work. Resume business. Resume trade. Resume your employment, so on and so forth. Yani, continue in the job that you were doing. Continue. وَذْكُرُ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا and remember Allah much in order for you to be successful. And this is because there is no success without the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will never be able to be successful if you are neglectful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you want to be successful, then you have to remember Allah abundantly. No amount of money will ever make you successful, ever. No amount of the accumulation of wealth will ever make you successful. No matter how big your income is, you will never be successful without the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling the believers that when the salah is over, then disperse, go, seek your trade, seek your, your livelihood, so on and so forth. Naam, go work hard and remember Allah much. Remember Allah abundantly in order to be successful. So... We see we have to put in the work. We have to work hard and strive hard. We have to seek a halal provisions, yani the halal provisions. We have to seek a halal income, so on and so forth. Naam, bila shakku bila So that we may 
gather wealth so that we can use it in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala, elsewhere in the Quran, so that we understand that hard work is needed. Then we have to seek the halal provisions. We have to seek a halal income. Allah ta'ala, he tells us, هُوَ الَّذِي جَعْلَ لَكُمُ الْأَرْضَ ظَلُولًا فَامْشُوا فِي مَنَاكِبِهَا وَكُلُوا مِنْ رِزْقِهِ Allah Ta'ala, he says what means, He is it who has made the earth subservient unto you. He has made the earth subservient unto you. It is easy for us to walk on. It is easy for us to live in. It is easy for us to cultivate the land for agriculture and so on and so forth. Naam. Allah Ta'ala, he says, so walk in the paths thereof. Walk through the paths thereof. Meaning what? It's not going to come to you. It's not going to walk up to you. But you have to go, you have to seek it. You walk, walk through the paths thereof. You go, you seek it. You seek the halal provisions. And eat from, from his provisions. Eat from the provisions in which Allah Ta'ala has provided you with. Allah Ta'ala here, again, is, 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 is telling us and showing us we have to put forth the means. We have to put in the work. We have to put in the work. Naam. And Allah Ta'ala, he says, nushur, And unto him is the resurrection. We will go back unto Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So we have to put in the hard work, work hard and diligently, seeking that which is halal, seeking the halal provisions so that we may spin in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because in doing that and seeking the halal provisions, we have to realize the power of ownership. Ownership is power. Naam. So we need to change our mentality for those who are of this type of thinking entrepreneurial type of thinking, then they need, don't dismiss it, don't uh, subdue it, but allow it to grow ta'ala. Put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and work hard and diligently chasing after that which will benefit you. In other words, don't be of those who look for jobs, but be of those who look for businesses. Don't ask for a job, ask for a business. Naam, to put it in another way. Why am I saying this? Because as communities, we have to start to realize the power of ownership. We have to know the difference between income and between wealth. We can clearly see an illustration of this in the hadith on the Prophet وسلم, on the authority and Abi Huraira, on the authority of Abi Huraira. He said, and he used to say that the Prophet he said, يُعْطِيهِ أَوْ يَمْنَعُهُ 
The Prophet وسلم, he said that it is better for one of you to tie a bundle of firewood, to tie a bundle of firewood upon his back and carry it and sell it. That is better for him than to ask a man that may either give him something or refuse him. That to get some firewood, tie it on your back, carry it, and then sell it is better for you than to beg a person, to beg a man for something that'll put him in a position either to give you something or to refuse you and chase you away. Because there's what? There's power and ownership. So when you look at what the Prophet is telling us, what is better than, 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 than begging a person or asking a person for something? Is that what? Is that if you go and find some firewood, chop some trees down, get some firewood, and sell that firewood, then that's better for you. Because by way of doing that, you have what? You have your own business. Now, you are independent. No one controls your schedule. No one tells you what to do, when, where, and how, so on and so forth. No, you have ownership of your business. Now, however much you may gain from it or whatever, however prestigious it may be or whatever, the fact is, is that to be in a mentality where you are striving to have financial independence, but you are striving to have financial independence, this is better for you than being put in situations where you have to ask people for something. Now, I want us to reflect over this because this is something that as Muslims, we each need to be utilizing inside of our lives, striving after financial independence, striving after being the upper hand, but we can give. We're not the ones who are asking. We're not the ones who are taking, but we are the ones who are giving, spending. This should be an aspiration of every Muslim to spin in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to seek after the halal provisions to take care of your responsibilities and to spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This should be an objective. This should be an aspiration of every Muslim to spend upon the poor, to spend upon the needy, to spend upon the orphans, to spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to spend to establish the masajid, to spend to establish the communities, to spend to establish the learning centers, to spend to establish the schools, to spend to establish the food pantries, to spend to establish that which will benefit the people. This should be an aspiration of every Muslim, that they're in a financial position that they can help, that they're in a financial position that they could give their wealth for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because only that in which you give for Allah is that which will remain. That's what you really own. What you give away in the way of Allah, that's what you own. That's what's going to be waiting there for you on a day of judgment. So when I tell you that ownership is power, naam, do you understand a little better? Because what you spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's what you own. That's what's going to come on a day of judgment. That's going to be there for you on a day of judgment. That's what you're really going to benefit from. Not that in which you hoard away and you stack it up. And This is not going to help you. But that in which you spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's what's going to help you. So ownership is wealth, no doubt. 
We have to understand the difference between wealth and between income because people look and say, well, if I make more, then that's better, right? That's part of the scenario. That's not the whole thing, no. It's part of it because income is the money that you earn, right? Income is the money that you earn over a limited period of time. Or income is the money that you earn, Yanni, in a limited period of time, uh, irrespective of whatever monies are spent out. So that income doesn't look at that. Income doesn't look at what is spent out. It just looks at what you earn. So we have to sift our mentality because if you earn a million dollars, but your expenses are a million dollars, are you a millionaire? Of course not. Because it comes in, it goes out. Okay? People, get, people look at income and they worry about income. But it's not about what you make. It's about what you keep. It's about what you own. All right? So wealth, wealth is the net money that is earned minus the money that is spent and accumulated. To put it in another way, wealth represents what a person owns. Wealth represents what you own. Whereas income represents what you earn. That makes sense? So now as communities, we have to focus in on wealth building. We have to put our focus on wealth building, which means that we have to put our focus into ownership, which goes back to my original statement that pennies are powerful. Pennies are power. The power of the penny. Because... We have to shift our thinking from just bringing in money, which would be representative of what? Of income, to maintain a status quo. So the Masajid asks people for money on Jumu'ah. They take that money and that goes into paying the overhead, the light bill, the water bill, the imam's salary, so on and so forth. This model is not sustainable. We have to look into doing things that will constantly generate wealth, constantly generate income, excuse me, so we could gather wealth. This is very important that we have to shift our thinkings as communities. We have to look and to put into practice methods, halal, only and always halal, methods by way in which we are able to own, first and foremost, to own the masjid. Ma'am? And then to invest in assets that will produce income for the masjid. They own assets that will produce income for the masjid. For example, if the masjid were to own a number of houses and then rent those houses out to the Muslims, okay, the money that is gained from those homes, from the rentals of those properties, now that money can go to pay for the water bill, the light bill, the imam's salary, so on and so forth. But the power will be what? In the ownership. So now you're not in a position where you have to ask this one where they can tell you yes or no. Because you put your focus into what? Into wealth building by putting your focus on ownership, owning this, owning that, owning businesses. So as communities, we have to start to look in this manner. And we have to get out of the naysayer mentality by saying, oh, we can't do it because we're so poor. No, the penny is powerful. 
You put enough pennies together, you get dollars. You put enough dollars together, you get, you get, you get, you get. Do you understand? But if we have to come together as a collective, yani with a collective effort, we have to come together as communities, start to pull our resources together with the understanding that we want to build wealth for ourselves and for our communities, for ourselves, for the Muslims, na'am, and for the community as a whole. Not just nefsi, nefsi, me, me. Because we got a bunch of that going on right now. We have a bunch of that going on right now. People just concerned me, 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 me. So you find they got, you know, their situation, okay? And then you come to the masjid and th there's no lights. You come to the masjid and the water's turned off. You come to the masjid and, and, and you don't have the basic amenities that a person has in their home, right? Why is that? Why is that? People only concerned about themselves. No, you got to get out of that. Alhamdulillah. Nobody has to encourage you to take care of yourself. Right? You don't have to, typically, you don't have to encourage people to do something they, they already want to do. So, I'm going to leave that. I'm not going to waste no time on that. We have to put our concern in what? Into the community, into the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Put our concern into the general state of the Muslims in our community to make sure that we have the facilities by way in which the people can remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That we have the program set up where the people, they can learn about their religion. Naam, that would require a great magnitude and number of things. That we will have the facilities that we can educate our children and we will have the resources that we can hire qualified teachers, right? Because it sounds good to say, we want to build a school. Alhamdulillah, we're going to build a school. Wonderful. Getting the money to build that school is one thing. Okay, now the school is built. You're going to house that school with teachers? Where's the resources that we can pay for the salary of the teachers? We're the resources that we can pay for the administration of that school. Each individual from that administration, from the principal, the vice principal, the, yeah, the secretary, the staff in the office, so on and so forth. Where are the resources? You know how many salaries that is? So without a real plan, this is what? This is what they would call a pipe dream. Without a real plan, this is, this is just, it sounds good, but what is really going to result into one of the ways that we'd we could accomplish the likes of these things is that what is if, if we all had a concern for the community and we came together, pulling together our resources, pulling together our ideas, pulling together our efforts, striving towards a common goal of sustainability of the Muslim communities, which will not happen without ownership. Owning the masjid, owning the school, owning the houses adjacent and around the masjid, owning the houses in the area, the businesses, so on and so forth. Because we have to put our focus on building wealth. And we cannot be distracted by income. And we have to realize the power of the penny. That when we come together collectively, we have a lot. When we stand separately and try to do things on our own, it's a disaster. As they say, united we stand. And without being united, then we're just going to fall as individuals. This is just a reminder to the communities and the administrations of the communities and to the people of the communities. Because it's not all upon the administrations. 
but it's upon each and every one of us that we come together and we play our part and we spend for the sake of Allah so that Allah's deen could be established inside of the land. Illa liqa. Until the next time. Astaghfirullah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.